Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Ooh. producer Rob, brother Rob. Brother Rob in for the building. Dawn's Hello. got the day off today. Hello. 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 Thank you. Brother for Rob. Double for us. How did shift one go? The bright and early shift this morning. <laughs> oh, man. I had a total brain fart. Oh, no. Oh, that's great. Tell I us heard about them. It. I heard them um, <laughs> messing with you, and I was starting to get mad for you. Well, I was doing the dirt alert, and I could hear the music, the background music, yep. but I couldn't hear myself. I wonder what happened. Well, I discovered that I pushed a button that I've never pushed before. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how it got pushed. But Whatever I, you do, don't I, push that button. I know not to do that anymore. Rob. What happened? What did, what did that mean for the listener when you pushed that unknown button? Apparently, everybody could still hear me Perfectly. but me. Yeah. Oh. It probably just did something to your <laughs> headphones. It but muted then, you. Interesting. But then, Steve, then yes. he's, we can all hear him. The ladies knew and Kenny knew that everyone could hear him, but they still kept talking over him. And I was getting like really mad for Rob. Oh, you no. Know? And I was like, shut up. Because they knew I couldn't hear them. I could only hear the background music. Right. Oh, that's oh. Funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so anyway. well, it was a mess, but it's not your fault. Mm, yeah, it well, no, it. it's not. It's I really not. enjoyed <laughs> your dirt alert, actually. But, the, well, but then I had to change. To it. Thank you. Anyway. Well, only Ooh. up from here, Rob. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we'll be easy on you. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So, um,. I, Steve, talk about something. You, Steve is spending some time alone because the family is out of town. <laughs> yes, my my wife and little guy, uh, they are on a trip to see her friend uh, who moved away a couple years ago. So this has been a couple years in the making. So uh, so they are with her. Meanwhile, my kids, they're still with me right now. Uh, the other three, they are going to be um, going to like a campground with their cousins. Nice. And so sleeping under the midnight sky, which should be very exciting. They're very pumped about okay, this. Okay, so you're not quite alone yet. Not quite alone yet. Uh, in fact, right now I have three children in the house with me. They are uh, nine, eight, and five, and they're just fending for themselves. I said, guys, just don't go outside. You stay in here. And they were like, can we put, can I make chocolate milk and put it in my cereal? And I said, yes, you can. You can. <laughs> you have a fun time. Just don't play with matches, candles. Yes, exactly. That's don't what my dad used to say. Stay away from the stove. My yeah. dad would leave and he would say, but if he ever left us without like a, a babysitter, if it was the kids watching, remember guys, don't stick your head in the stove. 
don't put foil in the microwave, you know, all these silly, yeah. silly things. Don't lock your brother in the fridge. All these things, yes. Right. <laughs> um, but so anyway, we, we watched the movie, which I'll tell you about a little bit uh, later on. We watched it last night. I said, guys, they were bummed that mom was leaving. And I said, we will all pile into dad's bed and then we'll put a movie on in the room and we it'll be really cozy. And so that was a good time last night. Fine. But before that, do you know about... The airport detours that are in effect right now. Oh, God, no. Tell Holy me because I do, I will have Hannah. friends arriving in a and month. This is especially important if, you, uh, if you're a person who tries to strategically figure out when you want to get to the airport. Now, if you're just, you know, Jimmy prepared, then you're not going to care. You're going to get a hotel near there the night before. For the rest of us who are trying to spend just the right amount of time at the airport, you can find yourself in a problem. And I think this just happened yesterday. Now, there have been airport detours since April, and it's going through mid-October. But just yesterday, if I'm reading this correctly, the uh, the ramp from 494 uh, uh, West to 34th Avenue, essentially this, where you would exit to go to t- toward Terminal 1 on 494 if you're heading east. Yep. Okay, I come from the West Metro. That, okay, that's what I would do. If you're scheduled to take the Terminal 1 exit, Newsflash, it's totally closed. It is totally closed. And there aren't signs beforehand that are like, hey, just so you know, there's a long detour that you are about to encounter. They're totally closed. And then if don't turn on your GPS, it'll try to correct you in a wrong way. Okay. So then we start following these detour signs. And the detour signs just keep taking you. And you're like, good heavens, when are they going to have me... Exit, and then I think we finally got on to uh, five down the way, and then wrapped around. We were going the speed limit or above the whole time on the detour, and it without a doubt added 15, 17 minutes onto your approach oh to the gosh, airport. Oh my gosh, this is great to know. Which is just the right amount of time to, to make screw you. Late. you. Yeah. So my wife was like, "Oh gosh, am I going to miss this flight?" I was like, "You know," and I'm in stress mode. I'm like, "Guys, be quiet in the back. The kids are just being lunatics." And I'm like, "I need quiet from everybody back there because we're trying to find." There are just little detour signs. They don't have any big signs out yet along the side of the highway. You know, the kind that you put the sandbags down on the mm-hmm. foot. They don't have those. It's these little terminal one detour signs. So you really have to keep a close eye on these. And then it could you got to figure out, wait, is that telling me straight or right? They need bigger signs. Okay, good to know. Um, I wonder if you would have taken 62 if you would have been able to bypass all that. We'll have to get on the we'll have to get Kenny on the line. I've never taken 62 to get to the airport ever. I've only ever taken 212 to 494 and then you take the terminal Me 1 too. or terminal 2 exit. I believe both of those exits are closed. By the way, but it is a just know you you really have to tack on 15 extra minutes from where you would normally exit Terminal One on 494 to where you actually get to the airport. It is a full circle, or take 62 that you do, or <laughs> take 62 if you're familiar with that route. But there aren't signs ahead of time that are telling you that. I thought that the signage needed improvement. Well, M- my wife, by the way, then texts me. It's her and uh, Dev, our nine month old, who are flying. And I'm thinking, okay, I hope everything goes okay. And she said she had to run to get to the flight. She um, didn't have any time to heat up water for him to get his uh, milk ready on the plane. She wasn't able to go to the bathroom and didn't want to go to the bathroom at all on the plane because going to the bathroom on a plane is already tricky. Carrying a nine-month-old when you don't have anyone to hand him off to, a little bit more difficult. And so um, it was a whole thing. And he had just fallen right before we left and hit his head on the side of a, an end table. So oh he has like gosh. this Rocky Balboa cut on the side of his face. She made it. She's there. She's happy. 
all as well. But it is a something that we did not know about. And again, to my knowledge, if I'm reading this right, that closure on 494 actually just went into effect yesterday. Oh, that's so awful. Uh, there's a website, aroundtheairport.com, which will tell you the different routes that are being impacted right now. Okay. Aroundtheairport.com. You know, also... I'll come home on my way home. I'll take 35 south to 494 mm-hmm. east. West. East. West. <laughs> I will take it west. Nice. But it's uh, there's no warning that it's closed. And of course, I just keep forgetting every day. And oh. then right when you get to the ramp, I think it's open now, but it would be like ramp closed. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, that would have been good to know. Yeah, I know. That, that ramp being closed, and then it, that puts you on a whole nother detour. I agree. Listen, I know, MnDOT, you work hard. As I was told before I moved here, we have two seasons, winter and road construction. <laughs> That's right. And so I, I get that, and it's a big job. Um, but bigger signage tipping you off to it would be helpful. And I get it. There, We have wonderful traffic reporters around the metro right here. Kenny always knows what's going on. <laughs> but if you miss... <laughs> And once he picks the canary out of his beard, oh, and by the way, there's a road closure. Uh, but you have to, I, I just think signage would be helpful in case you miss that report or you never travel that route, so you're not necessarily thinking about it. Suddenly you have someone to pick up from the airport. It was like, well, geez, Louise, I'm fine. I'm not in a mood. I took a 20-minute walk with my five-year-old for her to get her wiggles out this morning. I'm fine. <laughs> her wiggles. I love that. That's awesome. Make sure they don't like stick forks in the outlets or anything, too. I know. I we'll give you a moment to go check on the kids. When we come back, uh, you're going to have some things that made you go, huh. Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is kind of interesting. The Statue of Liberty, I think we all know, this is the tallest statue in the United States. I'd like you to ponder during the break, What is, especially if we have any kids listening with your parents, what do you think the second largest statue is in these United States? I'll reveal that. Plus, we'll get an opportunity to hear from Will Farrow as the old prospector Gus Chiggins. I'll explain <laughs> why when we return on the Don and Steve show on my talk. Good morning, you guys. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and this. That'll be our new sound so you guys will know when I'm shifting to a new interesting fact. Okay. okay? Right. So I wanted to slow it down, make it a little more understandable for the audience. So the Statue of Liberty, Lady Liberty, as it were is the tallest statue in these United States. The question is, what is the second tallest statue? Could you hazard a guess? Put your student critical thinking caps on. Anything come to mind? Well, Rob is probably more of a uh, history person than I. Are you saying that because of the round glasses that he wears? He looks very (laughs) professorial. Mm -hmm. Oh, professorial. Mm -hmm. The only other statue I can think of, and I know it's not right, is Paul Bunyan. Oh, I <laughs> like the yes. That's such a great answer. That is a good guess, and you're right, Rob. There aren't a lot of we don't have, we're not a statue culture. How about that big hockey stick? That's pretty big. Okay, the big hockey stick. I mean, we got to get out of, of Minnesota. Ball of twine. Ball of twine would be included or not? Um, the li- oh. Liberty Bell. It's not a statue. Is That's this the Native American woman in South Dakota? I like it. We are all wrong. Oh, the number two. In terms of size, statue in the United States is a statue of Pegasus and a dragon outside of a horse racing track and casino 
in Hallandale Beach, Florida. We didn't even have a chance. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> I mean, I, I like that it's just outside of a casino. It's not a national landmark. It's just like, you know what? Let's get let's get Pegasus. Isn't Pegasus? What's Pegasus? Is Pegasus is a, a mythical bird? Isn't a Pegasus a unicorn it's, that flies? It's a horse with wings, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, wow. And Everybody's I think it still talking ha- and like I think it's it has very the, obvious. The unicorny thing, too. You are definitely right. It is. Pegasus, um, Hollandale Beach. Yeah, it's a Pegasus and a dragon. This really big statue. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing it. Pegasus and the dragon. It's 100 feet tall. Huh. How t- do we know how tall uh, Lady Liberty is? No, and you should never ask a woman. <laughs> it's rude, Donna. <laughs> Okay. Good to know. How tall is Lady Liberty? I don't know. How how tall do you think she is? Let's turn it into a guessing game. Everything's more Uh, fun as a guessing game. Well, she's a few stories high, right? So she's one. I'd say she's like five stories. How many feet between a story? I think ten. And oh, she's way bigger than that. She's big. She's tall. You have to climb lots of stairs to get to her crown. This is all better coming from Are you measuring to the top of her crown or her extended arm holding the torch? The latter. The ladder, extended arm, torch included. Oh, so she, her head doesn't count. No, her head counts, but her her extended arm is above. Oh, you're right. It's up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would well, you have a picture of a depressed Statue of Liberty in your head, Donna? Where like the <laughs> now the torch is kind of below, and she's I was shrugging it was like, out, "What the hell?" You know, like three hundred and five feet. Okay. By the way, the Statue of Liberty National Monument is temporarily closed. Well, that's a bummer. In case you were looking to visit. I can't even remember if I went to the Statue of Liberty or just boated past it on a ferry. Like on the circle line or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer. Um, oh, this is good. Okay. This is good about the German language. There's a German word specifically for the weight that you gain from overeating when you're feeling the blues. The word is Kummerspeck, and it literally translates... To grief bacon. <laughs> grief bacon as in yeah. the meat? Grief bacon. Yes. Huh. Isn't that great? She, boy, she put on a little grief bacon. I come in a speck. Grief oh, bacon. Sorry, I was going to watch some TV while you were talking. No, <laughs> no, Donna, grief bacon. <laughs> When's the last time you had bacon, Donna? Um, I don't think that long ago. I think it was in one of our breakfast bowls here oh. at the station. But when's the last time you made bacon, Donna? I picked it out. Whenever family was here, like I'll do it for the giant men in my family (laughs) who (laughs) tend to eat more than I eat in a week. They eat in a day. It's weird. You think you're stereotyping us fellas here? Just like, oh, he's a man. He wants bacon. Just these particular giant men. (laughs) They're giant. And they eat. They can eat nonstop. They're like garbage disposals. This is like high school boys. Yes. They are. They do damage. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's to, I think, parents' wallets and pantries everywhere. I think you're right. Like, my brother is like 6'3". Drooby. Drooby. And he can eat. It's like, he'll be like, oh, well, we only had a snack for lunch. I'm like, we had like three sandwiches. Yeah, but you're a bird lady. It's not a snack. You're a bird lady. And this man has a voracious appetite. I guess. Grief bacon. The word is cummerspeck, and it literally translates to grief bacon. (laughs) The head football coach at the University of Michigan from 1897, yes, they had football back then, to 1899, he quit to prospect for gold in Alaska. And he actually was successful and struck it rich in 1908. So he left a head coaching uh, position at the University of Michigan. And then everybody thinks, what a nut job. He headed west to Alaska to try to strike it rich. Nine years later, he actually does. All of that is essentially a thin excuse for me to play some sound from a oft-forgotten sketch of Will Ferrell's in Saturday Night Live. Imagine this. They're hunting for Osama bin Laden. They have a, a, a group of military personnel that is assembled. Chris Kattan is their sergeant, and he's giving them directions. And then one of the guys on the uh, the team happens to be an old prospector played by Will Ferrell named Gus Chiggins, who's just clanking around <laughs> his, his gold mining things. Everybody else very tight-lipped in military personnel, and then Gus Chiggins in. Almost everyone except for Will Ferrell is laughing throughout this whole sketch. Here's a little bit. I was saying earlier, you'll be disembarking at 0500 hours. You should all be well prepared for the mission at hand. Any questions? Jimmy Fallon. The group gets separated. Where's the rendezvous point? Oh! <laughs> That's easy. Tap a old boot hill. Just follow the dry creek bed. <clears throat> but be careful. There's quicksand. Gus, please. No peaches. <laughs> Donna, come on. What can we expect with regards to firepower? Well, we're looking at Doshka heavy machine guns, SAM, shoulder rockets, nothing we can't handle. I'd be more worried about coyotes if I were here. (laughs) Yes, for the last time. Donna, that's good. That's good. That's essentially the University of Michigan football coach. Anyway, there you go. That's enough of that. All right, when we come back, I'm dying to see or to hear about what you and the kids watched yesterday. I'm sure it was not anything that I watched that is yesterday. Correct. That is correct. We All will right. compare and contrast. Okay, sounds good. We'll do that up next on My Talk 1071. Don't go away. Thank you for listening to My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Don't forget about My Talk's listener rewards in August. You could win $500 from AARP. Whoa. Right? We're just giving it away? Just giving it away. Also, a year's worth of Royal Cannon cat food, thanks to Minnesota Animal Health Foundation. We've got those prizes and more. You can check them all out by getting the app or streaming online, getting registered at mytalk1071.com. Okay? Woo! Okay. All right.
So uh, you didn't happen to watch Handmaid's Tale last night, did you? No, I gave the kids their choice, and that was one of them. I was like, we can do this, or we can do Doolittle. Which do you want to do? And so, oh, yeah, they opted for Doolittle. Uh, I see. Why don't you tell me about Handmaid's Tale? What's going on in that dark, you know, twisted show? It's it's still dark. It's still twisted. I'm on season three because I had to take a break from season two to this one, and there's some changes. I don't want to give anything away just in case people are listening, but I feel like there's a little um, more hope in this season oh. than there was, but that hope is being dimmed in this latest episode. Um, episode three, season three, and I think Elizabeth Moss's character is starting to get on my nerves a little bit. How so? Isn't she one that we are supposed to empathize with? Yes. She is the main character. She's just... It's just that her go-to facial expressions are becoming very predictable. Oh. That's all. But it's, I mean, it's such a great story. The fact that they took the book way beyond, you know, season one ended the way I believe the book ended, and then it just continued on. And they've done such a great job with it. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how the season ends. Hmm. Um, It's super dark, Steve. It's It's... And this is from a book. Did the book come out in the 80s? Am I making that up? No, it did come out in the 80s. In fact, I had to read it for college. I took a um, women in literature class, and Mm. Margaret Atwood is the author of that book. I believe she has another one coming out very soon. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just this dystopian society where men rule and women don't matter except for giving birth and oh, yeah. cleaning yes. up after them, you know, they're either Martha's or they're handmaids, women. Uh, and then indeed. they give birth to their their master's or their commander's child, but they don't get to keep the child. It goes to him and his wife. Oh, mercy. It's real dark. Real dark. People are hanging in this town square, mostly women. You know, that last bit, which you said right there. Had a little bit of uh, Little Fires Everywhere vibe to it, right? With the birth of a child and where does the child go? Very different. Yeah, I mean, different in context. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Remember? She's younger, helps a couple until she doesn't help a couple. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah. But she didn't didn't know how things were going to turn out right away. You're right. You're right, Donna. um, these people know that they're they're just prisoners. They're slaves. Women many, are basically slaves. Wonder how many seasons Handmaid's Tale will last. Wonder if they have an end game in mind. Because usually on streaming that. services they do. And is it because this is a direct to Hulu, right? This has been Hulu the whole time. Correct. Yeah, usually streaming services don't have their shows go on much more than three or four seasons. It seems that they just are more terminal in their I, yeah. initial approach. I don't know. Where else it could go hmm. after season three? Let's just wrap it up and be like, everybody makes it to Canada, the end of the story, and they live happily ever after, and all the men uh, end up in the town square. Oh, man, I hate men, don't you? Yeah, uh, men are, they suck. The no, oh, I, I love men. <laughs> just not the men in this particular show. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Fine. All right, By I'm the way, done. Speaking of men, I just need to give you a kid update, since my kids are out in the house alone right now. 
Um, I, I walk downstairs to like check on them and no one's down there. And then I hear a shower going. So then like, okay, my nine-year-old, she's getting a shower. And then I'm like, where is everybody else? And then I said, are you guys taking a bath? And my, I just hear my eight-year-old say, yeah, I just wanted to relax. <laughs> is that your son? It's an eight-year-old son. Yeah, I just wanted to relax, Dad. He just drew himself a bath. That's cute. That's and I he's, wanted he's to relax. Day already. It's nine thirty. <laughs> What's going on in his day? I mean, all he's done is watched YouTube and had like cereal. <laughs> oh, God, Very stressful pouring that for yourself. Yeah, God. What and it was probably chocolate milk in the thing because I gave him the go ahead on that. What, what kind of cereal is it? Real sugary? They now they like checks. They, they like do? they like uh, Cheerios. What? Who likes checks? Life. Oh, I love. They Chex. like Cheerios. Almost all kids do, Donna. They do. Well, I think little kids, just because I think it's an obsessive compulsive thing of wanting to put stuff in your mouth. I hate Cheerios. I despise them. I do, too. I, they, they don't suck. taste like anything. They're terrible. I do like goldfish, though. I'm with one with the kids when it comes Funny to that. Funny that you say that. Last night while we're watching the movie Doolittle, which we rented, I'll tell you about in a moment. Um, actually, no, we bought it. I'll tell you why in a moment. But we have the candy. I'm like, yeah, you guys can bring up candy. So then they have candy. And uh, and then afterward, the my oldest daughter said, oh, can I go down and get some goldfish? And I said, yes, but you have to bring some for me. And then she brings the whole bag up, four bowls for everybody. Oh, my gosh. I had three bowls of goldfish. So good. Once you pop. Slippery slope. Yeah. Yeah. You're telling me. I was like, I got to stop. I can't do this. I'm going to wake up feeling salty. You know when you wake up feeling salty? And puffy. Yes. I hear you. Hey, what time have you been getting up these days? Uh, Today was 6.50. Oh, wow. That's awesome. The alarm went off and I was like, I just got to just roll out of this bed right now. Don't play this news game. Coffee was set for 645. I think ideally I'd like to be at a 630 on a 630 routine just because it adds just an extra 30, that extra 30 minute buffer, especially before people start to stir because I'll have creatures that start coming downstairs at about seven o'clock. So if I can get that jump, it's it's helpful. Have you been sleeping later than normal? I have been sleeping later than normal. Okay. I've been snoozing more times than normal is gotcha. what's been happening. My alarm has always uh, been set for 6.30 since quarantine, but then I sometimes I'll snooze twice. Sometimes I can snooze four or five times, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to get out of this bed. Must be nice. <laughs> it is. It's luxurious. All right, good to know. You said you've been having trouble, too, getting up. You just don't feel the same motivation to pop I'm right out of bed. I'm sleeping and- super hard towards yeah. morning ah that's like tough. dreaming like deep deep stuff going on in my head and then the alarm goes off and i'm like are you kidding me it was just one o'clock in the morning like 10 minutes ago i know, I know. <sighs> the struggles i wonder what people are doing at home like people like you who are working from home i wonder if they're sleeping an extra hour you know yeah, yeah right are people getting dressed are they actually putting on a shirt and pants? Yeah, like I'm in gym shorts right now, a t-shirt. My hair is not done. And I'll be honest, my teeth aren't brushed. Um, and here I sit. And there's no commute to, to deal with. So, yeah, you got fig- to gotta figure it out. I'm sure people have to be. It's just there's less of a routine, less boxes that need checked in the morning. I kind of like it. Yeah. We well, may we bo- never see each other again. No, no. I will. Uh, your gift, which arrives, I was just your surprise you. gift arrives on Saturday. Damn. So, um, so when are you going to bring so it to me? It's so perfectly you. 
It's and you 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 haven't hinted at a gift like this. This or is going to be like a troll or something, and you're going to be like, "Here, I got you an it's, American Girl doll." It's Mowgli the Fraggle. It's just a little thing, and I just thought it's a paperweight. You could put it there for all your papers. No, I think you're really going to like it. And again, shout out. I'll have to look up the uh, the listener's name, but uh, she was the one who was like, "Oh, this made me think of you guys." And then I thought, you know, I got to get that for Donna. So that's coming on Saturday. Can I wear it? About that. You you have to determine how you deal with this okay. gift. All okay, right. thank I'm not going to tell you anything. Okay. We bought the movie Doolittle last night. We went on Amazon Prime, five ninety nine to rent, oh. seven ninety nine to own. So let me ask you this: Are you going to watch this movie again? Not necessarily um, me, but I think that my kids could. They'll usually, you know, kick the tires a few times on a movie. They'll just be like, "Let's try that again. Let's try that again." There was a movie that debuted on Disney Plus, or excuse me, on the Disney Channel six days ago. It has been watched for sure at least five or six times. Okay, beginning to all right, end in then our it's house. worth it. Okay. Well, and it's just the extra two dollars. That because this movie was so poorly reviewed oh. that it was only two more dollars just to own it. So I thought, uh, that's a cost per use. That's going to work out in my favor. Hmm. Um, it stars Robert Downey Jr. A cast of big name stars. I thought are, it was Eddie Murphy. No, that was a different Doctor Doolittle. This was a new Doolittle that came out late last year or early this year. And it got a 14% Rotten Tomatoes score. <laughs> However, it got a 76% audience score, which made me think a couple of things. I'll just say this. It's a cute movie. It's cute. It's fun. It's a, it's an hour and 40 minutes, and it's good enough. And there's some fun visual stuff happening there, and there's enough adventure where even if the plot can feel a little thin at times or the movie feels like it's lacking something, it gets the job done for a, for a movie with the kids it's good. Hour and 40 minutes, you know, it's it's fine. It's not like Pixar makes some really high-quality movies. This is not that, but it's fun, and no one was like, oh, gosh, what a clunker. Here's what I realized about Rotten Tomatoes scores. I think I've known this before, but I realized it again last night. So if a Rotten Tomatoes score is 14%, and then the audience score is 76%, what it doesn't mean for that low score for the critics, it does not mean that the average rating from a critic... Uh oh, you completely disappeared, Steve. Wow, that's weird. I think it's on his end, Steve. Why don't you reboot? And while you do that, before we get back to Rotten Tomatoes, um, Robert Downey Jr. by the way has announced another TV project following the success of Perry Mason. Uh, he produced that series for HBO. They gave it a second season order last month, and now he's going to do a straight-to-series order for a new drama from um, Robert Downey Jr. and his wife, Susan Downey, uh, their production company. I don't know much else about it, um, except it's another detective kind of situation. So, Really? Hi, Steve. Yes. What so, happened? Did I go away? You completely disappeared. And I thought, I just thought I was stuck in a time warp because I, after I just finished my whole diatribe, then I heard you again, but still kind of talking about Robert Downey Jr. And I thought, well, hell, what just happened in the space-time continuum? Did you hear me say, I will continue talking about Robert Downey Jr. while Steve no. reboots? No. Oh, so I didn't even reboot. Oh. I was back. I didn't even oh, know hey. I was gone. You my gone. point was this. A 14% doesn't mean that people are giving it a 14% out of 100. It means 14% of the critics said that was good, and the other said it was bad. But it doesn't mean that they think it's like a 14 out of 100 bad. It could be a, they would give it like a 50 or a 60. So it was a meh. It's, yeah. It's meh. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but don't be scared off. My point is don't be scared off by a very low Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay, good to know. Thank you. It's good to be back. Are the kids leaving today? Kids are leaving today, this afternoon. Before I go to Twin Cities Live, they will get picked up, and then then it's all me, and I got my list of things. I'll have to rattle off some of the things that my wife... The honey-do list? Uh, ...would like me to accomplish. Yeah. Okay, can't wait to hear her. I know. Um, when we come back, um, if you see something, we want you to say something. I saw something, and I'm getting a little sick of this. Oh, boy. I know you saw a couple things, too. Yeah. But I want to, I, let's hone in on yours first because I like it when you get really irritated about Scammers! something. Hey! They need to go. Hey. I'll tell you what happened yesterday. Coming up next on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, uh, brother Rob filling in for Dawn today. Good to have you, Rob. Good to be here. Thank you. We're going to check in with you at 11 a.m. That's usually when mm-hmm. Dawn starts to lose it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how you do. Just I like the mental. That long. <laughs> That's right. Mental faculties start to wear just a little bit. That's yeah. all. Yeah. It's, turns into like nappy time. We find it very entertaining. Absolutely. All right. Here's something not so entertaining. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. (laughs) That'd be kind of a fun ringtone. Come on and party tonight? Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. You know, people don't do ringtones anymore. They don't? You don't even hear phones ring anymore. Are you kidding? My roomie, every time he gets a phone call for work, um, well, it was Cher singing um, some Mamma Mia song. (laughs) And I was like, you've got to change that ringtone. Um, So now it's um, Blinded by the Lights from The Weeknd. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people don't do ringtones. I don't think ringtones are a thing really anymore. I a have while never ago, done them. It was so exciting. Everybody was doing them. But again, you hardly even hear phones ring. Most people just have their phone on vibrate. Is that right? I think that's right. Okay. my I, would, I have a friend who's, every time his wife calls, it plays like the Wicked Witch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I like that. Uh, so what's, what's uh, Chap in your uh, head? So here's the deal. Like, every other day, I get phone calls from unrecognizable numbers, and then they leave these stupid messages, you know, how they're going to arrest me and all kinds of stuff like that. Anyway, <laughs> so I call the police station. I'm like, guys, <laughs> you got to get them to stop. Really? Okay, no, here's the deal. So yesterday I get this long uh, text message. Hello. Congratulations. Yes. I'm Julie Leach, the oh. Michigan Powerball Power Play winner. Oh, Julie. You have been fortuitously picked among lucky winners, those getting some money this month from my COVID-19 giveaway program going on. That's awesome, Donna. Right? Are you ready to claim your winnings? Kindly choose your preferred option and get back to our agency, Mr. Getty Kramer L. on, and then there's a phone number link. Great. So you will be directed on how payment is to be made for your winnings to be delivered in 24 hours. You pay $200 and get $30. Hmm? Wait, what? You pay $200 and get $30. You hmm. pay $400 and get $50. You pay like $600 and get $60. Like, how do they think that this is like... that? What? 
you need to work out a better scam. So then somebody replies because I was on a group text of 20 people. Nice. And it says, hey, congrats on the big win. But also bleep off, you scamming ass glitzy gobbler. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. I really like the terminology. I've never even heard that term. Glitzy gobbler. Should I look that up? I don't know. So then what does Deval do? Yeah. She... I like to talk about Clicks myself the in the third. No, I responded to that person mm. saying, hey, just a quick thank you for replying to that big lottery winner scammer. Your response made me laugh out loud. And then I put in parentheses, I was on that group text. But they're probably a scammer too. Yeah, and or they were just like, yeah, lady, I'm not trying to like strike up a new relationship here. This is not, the, <laughs> this is not our meet cute in the romantic well, comedy. It's just- probably a woman anyway. I mean, I would just try to be friendly. Sue me, Susie. Wow. So you pay, let me get this, the return right again. You pay $30. I'll send it to you. No, no, you you pay two, (laughs) don't send it to me. I'm sending it to you. You pay $200 and you get $30. You know, there are those gifting programs out there. Have you seen this? I've been seeing this a lot recently. And I don't, I haven't been looking up gifting programs, but there are, and I believe that they're technically illegal. Um, and it's where, like, you enter a program, someone gives you a link, and they're like, hey, enter the gifting program, and you can have money show up at your door. What you do is you pay either $100, $500, or $900 and send it to the person who sent you this link. And then after you do that initial payment, other people will send you that money because you will have this new downline of people that you've recruited, and they all you do is you pay once, and then in theory, you get paid multiple times. Scam. I know. I just saw one this morning for this. Don't you want cash to show? And you know why it's nine hundred? Because you don't have to claim taxes on a gift that is nine hundred dollars or less, or it could be eleven hundred dollars. There's a threshold. Oh my gosh! I thought it was twenty five thousand dollars, or is it ten? It's like ten or twenty five thousand dollars. I don't think that's true. I think it's true. Oh, you're going to be in tax prison someday. You're going to be in tax prison. Hey, Hey, I'll be the warden. Don't give her her sandwich. She doesn't even appreciate. She doesn't like bread. That's why I'm always like when you uh, people talk about who, who, who they would give what to when they win the lottery. I'm like, oh, hell no, because then I'm going to give you 10 grand and then I'm going to be taxed on that because there's a gift tax for the person giving the gift, I believe. Does that sound right? Yeah. There's a gifting circle, which apparently apparently is also not that, OK. That sounds sexual. It's not. Oh, <laughs> Gosh, I mean, you. You. <laughs> don't you put your finger in my face. <laughs> uh, we do have an email here. Oh, who's it from? Karen. Hey, Karen. Uh-oh. I know. Poor Sorry, Karen. Karen. Sorry, Karen. Uh, Sorry. When I get these calls for my arrest, I suggest they send the sheriff as I use to babysit him, and he knows the way to my house. That's great, Karen. That's fun. You go, girl. Kind of sounds like a Karen move, though, doesn't it? No. Stop it. Instead of, I'd like to speak with the manager. She's like, I'll send the sheriff. I like that. Uh, There was a guy in England who was proposing to his girlfriend this week, and he lit 100 candles in their apartment. Really romantic setting. I don't know about that. (laughs) Uh, And 60 balloons as well. So just really cool. Um, So he lit all the candles, and then he he went out to get his soon-to-be fiance, hopefully, and to bring her home to propose. And when he got there, the apartment was on fire. And the fire department was rushing to put it out. No one was hurt, but the apartment was 
completely destroyed. Well, that ain't right. They have pictures of what the apartment looked like beforehand. Oh, no. And then him proposing to her in just a room full of essentially destroyed and utterly destroyed apartment. Well, his heart was in the right place. I mean, the, and it's kind of funny. They're both just looking like, oops, sorry about this. But man, I mean, it's destroyed. Well, it's they're lucky that they destroyed. didn't end up in the burn unit, you know. It, or that they weren't held uh, uh, financially responsible. Oh, because it's an apartment. Yeah, and you Good light point. candles and you leave. Right, Queen. Hey, when we come back, uh, Rob is going to have a dirt alert. And then I'm going to tell you what artists have new TV shows coming up. Oh, huh? That's okay. coming up on the beat. Up next. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.